Hitachi? What? Really? No, of course not. Like right next oh to God. it? Oh, God. Yeah. No, you're Is missing out. It's a little awkward, but I'll make do. It's mm. fine. Whatever. Whatever. No, why would I be missing out? That's such a, it's such a terrible. Dude, but they got this like thing that turns your face into an egg. <laughs> Uh, it's like a voice changer. The world it sounds record bad. Egg. It's terrible. It's so bad. It is so bad, but I love it. What does an egg sound like? Uh, wait. Here we go. I wonder if you can. I wonder if you can hear this. And uh, it's nice to meet you. And my friends are still not here for the podcast, so I'm just killing time. <laughs> that's that's yeah. awesome. I guess yeah, that sounds it's terrible. Egg word. Eggward is such a good name for an egg. If you had an egg, it's um, an excellent name. Maybe Egg Eggmund. Eggmund? I like Eggmund. Eguardo. Eguardo. <laughs> These are all good. All right, cool. So I'll just dive into it then. Yeah. So this year, look, I got <laughs> I got notes. Oh my god. I'm I do too. Heat. It's weird. So, all right. So for CES this year, so. I, most of my stuff I was just getting from Wall Street Journal and, and other people that could attend because again, for a second year, Making Sense Podcast has not funded my trip to Las Vegas so that I could actually attend in person and take accurate notes and field well, study. Uh, yeah, let's Tesla. start with what is CES? So CES is the Consumer Electronics Show that happens every year. Consumer so, Electronics Show yep. where? It happens in Vegas uh, at the beginning of every year and all the major tech companies will unveil their newest products or crazy inventions and and so thinks they're too good for it which traditionally traditionally cars weren't really there but but um now they changed last year right they've they've changed yeah that last year they they made a big splash and and hyundai uh came back this year and i don't know if you guys have seen some of this stuff but this year is even more off the wall than last year i I think (laughs) last year last year they just had a bunch of shitty robots um that they were trying to pair with like home systems and um i don't know what what's the um the uh, like the virtual assistants like alexa and google and stuff like that and yeah they had a smart fridge that was pretty funny i think uh, yeah they had a smart fridge that was terrible and, and all that jazz <clears throat> but none the, of, uh, there, ha- there haven't really been any developments in that uh just because the the programming that they need for them to get even better is just it's kind of plateaued right now so there, there's not much in the way of that um but some of the big things i don't know if you guys saw them but samsung is un- unveiling a folding phone that's supposed to come out later this year that's all that that's just definitely going to be terrible and i don't even know Wait, why like you want a wanna... flip phone no it yeah. looks like a it folds like a book it's yeah. like you're, you're thinking of a flip phone in a traditional sense but the screen spans the entire length of the phone and it folds horizontally like a book Yes. As, mm. uh, that's a, I mean, that's in the, the wrong direction. The gist I got. <laughs> like this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why and would that? Like a, imagine around the back of the spine of the book, the f- screen spans the entire length, and you mm-hmm. can fold it up and put it in your pocket. But when you open it up, it's huge. It's got a huge screen. Is it, yeah. is it across the front and the back? I don't think so. Okay. No, it's so just, it's on one, just one side, side when it's unfolded. Well, all it's going to take is for one little tiny piece of dirt to get in there, and then you fold it in, and then it gets you know well, moved around no, no, and scratches no. the shit out of the screen. That's right? the thing. I think you fold the screen on the outside of the phone. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So the screen is on the outside. Oh, oh, so, you did say along the spine. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> on the on the um, exterior, yeah. And it, it, yeah, so uh-huh. we're we're now getting into the the um, the era of of bending technology of folding screens, um, because LG unveiled 
their folding, their rolling TV, their OLED, OLED um, TV that just like folds vertically down into the entertainment system that it comes in. But it's not going to be affordable for hardly anybody, it seems. But it's going to be cool. I mean, so, eventually, in a few years, everything's just going to be rolling up and down, and you can fold your cell phone up, and I don't know. Well, it's similar to how when you're using a projector, you pull down the white screen to project onto. It's just the screen itself is the pull down. Yeah, correct. Mm. And it's it's all automated, so it just it it comes up out of the entertainment center and just folds un it just unrolls vertically and just stands up. And then you just I miss I miss the the uh, simplicity of the times when the puppy suitcase was the big thing. Oh God. Oh, there's plenty of stupid things this year too. We're gonna, I want to get to those. Um, so another thing that uh, we talked about a little bit last year was 5G and how basically 5G is an upgraded version. It, it's it's 4G with a higher frequency in the mm-hmm. wavelength for the data. And, what's um, what's huh? the difference between 4G, LTE, and 5G? So it's the, the G is just the generation. So it's typically about every 10 years that we upgrade a generation. So when we were in grade school, it was 3G had just come out and that was really the first time you could send data in any significant amount. I remember um, that was the, the first one was the iPhone. It was called the iPhone 3G. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And then 4G came out uh, in the last 10 years and, and now they're trying to come out with 5G here in 2020. So it's still, it's still being tracked down. And But the idea is that basically you'll have wireless Google fiber quality wherever you go. But right it's now- It's just faster and faster internet. Yeah, it's just faster internet. It's sending more data in less time. So it's 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 the same it's the same technology as 4G. It's just doing it better. That's really all 5G is. So that's there's not a whole lot of mystery to it. It's just that when you you have a higher frequency of anything, it it doesn't penetrate um, physical objects as well. So if you think about like a high frequency noise, it it's it's not going to be able to penetrate as well as like a very low frequency. Yeah, bass so, versus treble. Yeah, and so that's, that's why, why you're it, outside like, of the the music lab or any practice space for bands, all you hear is the boom, 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 boom instead of like the really airy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, out. it's it's the same principle, uh, but <clears> it's just instead of audio, it's data. So five G still shit. Uh, the Bell, um, the Bell Nexus is a. I'm gonna get this right. Hex hexcopter. Uh, that's supposed to be an air taxi that was unveiled that they are hoping to implement by the mid 2020s so probably closer to 2030 which (laughs) the whole thing just seems ridiculous because air taxi yeah uh because there's going to be faa regulations that are going to be involved and then are you just going to be able to uber and have somebody in this like weird looking <laughs> helicopter thing pick you up i mean can you can you imagine or just like with the following the model of the bird scooters everywhere the bird hexacopter <laughs> yeah, but people flying around everywhere <laughs> i mean I, ideally you would have people that are licensed <laughs> you left sort of their fucking pilot. hexacopter on my front lawn again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damn you bird yeah yeah so that's um yeah that, those there's a unique set of issues that go with that and then you've just got people zipping around uh with uh, 
I mean, it's it's one thing to have a car, right? When you have to stay in your lane and, and all that. And then if you're a plane, you have air traffic control, but then some sort of median between ground travel and actual legitimate <laughs> air travel would just be complete chaos. I would imagine just these <laughs> air taxis just running into each other and people driving over uh, uh, military bases or something where they're not supposed to be. No, but think about it. It's like, it's, it's unprecedented to think about the way this is going to the laws they're gonna have to put into effect yeah so yeah. i mean it's legal to get into one of those stupid bike balloon things and fly above the city whenever you want if you have one right yeah so you just cycle yourself way up into the air and you're flying around with a parachute that you're powering with your feet mm-hmm. I, I think so it, that's I think that's legal right uh, yeah, it I, is. I think in certain areas, if you're over a certain altitude, if you're in anything or flying anything, whether it be a drone or some sort of device that you're in, if you're over a thousand feet, I think you have to have some sort of pilot's license or license to operate that's approved by the FAA. But mm. the, I, I'm, I'm really not sure. I, that it's, just sounds like something I've heard. It's an interesting idea and kind of like, I, I mean, I, this will be the second or third time I've talked about Elon Musk, but it's, it's like the opposite direction for where he wants to take... Um, inner city travel because he yeah. wants to go underground and he he, yeah. he uh ex- explains that it's 2d right now and it could be 3d because you can go up and down yeah you know if you're digging tunnels so you can have th- six lanes of traffic that are all like right on top of each other yeah as well as next to each other yeah about so, like yeah. hyper rail or whatever yeah but like in the air you have you know almost <laughs> near infinite number of lanes yeah, no, air taxi, air taxis would be a terrible, that would be a terrible thing. <laughs> it would just be are, terrible. Wait, are, are you saying, Daniel, you said it's illegal to operate a, a vehicle that's flying above a thousand feet. It's against the law. You'll get arrested. I think when in, you land, I think in you land. certain jurisdictions, I think if you're near like major cities and stuff like that, I mean, so, out where we grew up, you could probably do it without really getting in much trouble, but. If, if you um, if you got closer to an airport or you were near a major city or something like that, I believe there's there's things. Can that you imagine be being in a plane and like being trained, like knowing how a plane operates somehow, and the pilots all die, and you successfully pilot the plane, like saving everyone on the commercial airliner, and you touch down, everyone's celebrating, everyone's alive, and the police come on board, and they're like come with us <laughs> you don't you're have not, a license you're not certified for that <laughs> I, I think i think that i think that's a little bit different circumstance throw this guy in put put some cuffs on him i don't care yeah. if you're I, I like Captain to imagine Sully or whatever i'd like to imagine just um like it's 4 30 5 o'clock you're right on the fringe of downtown austin everyone gets out of work and just like the bats flying out from under Congress Bridge, hundreds and hundreds of flying taxis <laughs> and cars, hexacopters, thousands just in droves are just like... Dude, everything would be so loud. There'd be no peace. <laughs> you just be... It's a beautiful sunset and all you hear is like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all these things are flying over. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine, a, I mean, an automobile. I mean, I don't know how fast these things are going to travel. I assume surely that's going to be regulated close too. to the speed of a, I mean, maybe not as fast as a car. I don't know, but mm. a car accident right now is already, and I could be wrong, but I think it's the number one cause of death in America. Um, all right. Premature death. I should say, um, maybe worldwide. I think it's competing with like heart disease mm. and cancer. Yeah. Um, 
But can you uh, can you imagine the lethality of a hexacopter <laughs> accident? It's like it's eighty feet up in the air. Yeah. Mortality <laughs> rate. You're just dead. Yeah. You and fucked on up. On top of that, it's like falling on regular people in their cars yeah. and houses. God, crashing out of the sky everywhere. Yeah. It's like falls through someone's yeah. house. No, they're oh, a terrible God. idea, and I I can't <laughs> imagine that they're gonna happen. The only way would be if uh, the autonomous technology that we're putting in cars is then applied to these things that that would be about the only thing i could imagine i mean that yeah. would but think think about yeah. it you are if this if that happens if you have autonomous flying <laughs> taxi robots and you can own one and you can go wherever you want and it won't crash into anything because it knows how not to then you have solved traffic that's it uh, you did it I, you, I, I mean i'm assuming not sure you have a place to land I'm right i'm not sure that you like, solve traffic i think you've i think you've three-dimensionalized the the issue that we have now which is everybody wants their own individual thing well i mean imagine this you're sitting in traffic on interstate 35 and you're bumper to bumper and you're just like fuck this and you just move up six <laughs> yards and <laughs> shoo, there you go yeah now yeah. i passed all you guys i mean i think it starts to look like something out of star wars of the future where you just have just a thousand layers of yeah. vehicles just traveling in different directions right yeah. over each other. I mean, I that mean, would just be insane. See, they, I don't, I don't understand. It, it seemed like even in those, you know, fictional universes, they had lanes. Yeah. It, yeah. You know what I mean? They're always traveling in the same direction and the same sort of like, it's like a cert, like a three dimensional lane. Right. Yeah. The fifth yeah. element. That's what I was yep, thinking yep, of. Yep, 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 the, yep. the Jetsons. Um, yeah, I, I mean, mean I'm sure you can think of more examples. I mean, but it's, the, always it's the same way that planes operate now. From from major cities, there's these highways in the air that that they're taking, and they know that certain highways go over certain other highways and under. And there's these three dimensional overpasses and stuff that airplanes are taking. So, yeah, I, I was uh, reading on Reddit the other day. There was a thread a thread about planes for some reason. I don't remember exactly what the thread was about, but I remember reading that it's illegal to be less than 1000 feet away from another aircraft if you are an aircraft and you enter within a thousand feet of another aircraft you are uh breaking the law how do they determine who entered and who is the the victim you know i mean i i, I would think it's something that's very rarely like <clears throat> You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone's getting caught for that, but you're generally supposed to stay away from, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. How many, how many instances of midair collision can you think of? Uh, there, there's, um, Besides I mean, breaking bad for, from, from <laughs> my, from my knowledge oh, yeah. of planes that, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're in something small, uh, like a Cessna or something, you don't want to be within a thousand feet of anything. Uh, if you're a commercial pilot, good chances are you're not going to be within a thousand feet of anything else, or a lot of people are probably going to die. Um, I the mean, only turbulence I can just tear think you of apart, is, right? is really if you have, um, like, I think military aircraft, they operate in, in close formations. That's pretty much the only thing I can think of. If you're in anything else and you're within a thousand feet, you probably should be fine because that's incredibly unsafe. Um, and a thousand feet, is, I mean, a thousand feet's really close. close. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. If yeah. you looked out the window of your plane and you saw another plane and yeah. it was a thousand feet away, you'd be like, shit, I yeah. think something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. We're a little, I'm pretty little close for comfort well, there. Well, I mean, and that's going in the same direction. Imagine seeing it a thousand feet away coming at you. 
it would almost look like it's coming straight for you if you're the pilot or something. Yeah, and you know? I, if, especially if both of them are traveling at 300, 400 knots. I mean, yeah. your closing rate is incredibly fast. Let's um put it in layman's terms. How fast is 400 knots, Daniel? Um, why well, I don't know. What's what's the comparison between a knot and a mile an hour? Here, I don't know. I'll look it up right now. I got my computer right here. I'm going to say... Honestly, I don't know the answer to that question. I, I think knots are slightly faster. I think so. 300 would be like... 350 or something 400 knots is 460 miles per hour okay um so think about i mean the size of an let's say just regular old plane you've been on maybe not like an airbus just like a 747 mm -hmm. you're a hexacopter how big are these hexacopters i mean it's probably god about this i if just from the pictures that I've seen, it's probably okay. about the size of a of a small school bus, of a shorter oh, school bus. Oh, that's pretty oh, big. Oh shit! I yeah, was that's thinking, way bigger. I, I was mean, thinking I, like Toyota Camry. No, I th I think the body of it is probably about the size of a suburban. But then when you add these giant, these five or six different blades that kind of sprawl out from it, it begins to oh. take up a lot more area. So okay. this is supposed to take like parties of people, not like an yeah, individual. Yeah. So it's. I, I'm sorry if I I didn't give a good description of it. It's it's supposed to be one pilot and then I think four passengers. So it's five people oh, total. Okay. Yeah. This isn't. Okay. This, yeah. I, this is probably Cessna sized. Okay. Well. Okay. And even it probably still. doesn't go much faster than a Cessna. And if it were to be implemented now, it would probably act very much like a Cessna, except you would just try uh -huh. to very craft, be sneaky and land it in your yard maybe or something. I don't know. <laughs> I so mean, uh, for, for all the people out there that don't know what a Cessna is, do you mind explaining? Yeah. I, it, I, I know what it, you know, I know. I yeah. know what a Cessna <laughs> is, but for everyone else. Yeah, it's a it's a small uh, single to double engine prop plane that's probably um, it's it's uh, probably about a eight seater six or eight seater plane. It's pretty small. Okay, a Cessna uh, is a it's the company that makes it. Oh yeah, right? well yeah, it, it is a it is a manufacturer. Yes, but okay, I mean that that sort of plane. Yeah, a, a small single buy engine it? single prop. Can you buy a smaller plane than a Cessna? Uh, I mean, you could probably buy... I think the smallest one you can buy is basically like a hang glider with an engine. Um, I, <laughs> well, I the ones that you are, see crop dusting generally, are, is, that, is that would be like a Cessna? Is that what you're talking about? Or are those smaller? Uh, there's there's one. There's some that I've seen. I, I don't know that you actually need a legitimate air... Um, I know there's some that are out in Smithville, and I've seen them around. It's basically a go-kart with a fan on the back, and then it has a fixed uh, hang glider foil or, or some sort of wing <laughs> on top. I wouldn't want to get in one, but uh, some people do. So when I think of Cessna, I think of like uh, the plane that the guy is in in Independence Day. You know, it's got uh, okay. it's got the front seat and the back seat, and then the wings that sort of are in like a like two sets of wings yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i think too. Yeah. yeah and they've got the leather helmet on oh uh, yeah there's no like windshield <laughs> like or something anything. that you're just could have been manufactured in, in like the 40s or 50s yeah that's what yeah. i think of when i think of cessna yeah I, well i mean i guess I, I guess smaller than a cessna might be well, like one of the uh red bull air racing um planes which are a single person cockpit it's basically just a single engine i mean that's it's pretty small Mm. Um, yeah, like a little crop duster is probably a little two-seater. 
uh, with two or four wings. I think you're kind of thinking of like the Red Baron sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, World exactly. War II. Exactly, yeah. the Red Baron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm thinking of. What yeah. do they call no, those? They call uh, them pu- puddle hoppers or something like pu- that? Puddle hoppers, yeah. Puddle jumpers. Puddle jumpers. Yeah. Puddle jumpers. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Cessna is going to look more – it's going to be more like a suburban in the sky. It's it's going to be like like six to eight people. It's got a couple doors on the side. It's got a little windshield up front. It usually has the wings up higher so people can see out and look down. Mm. We're looking up an image right now. Looking up Cessna. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm kind of like a ritzy. They've, they've got like a cabin. Okay, so yeah. do so do me a favor and Google Bell Nexus. Bell is in B E L L. Yeah, I believe so. Bell, Bell Nexus. Bell Nexus. Flying taxi. Oh my God! What is that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, you guys okay, have a computer, so, it looks so I'm like just gonna a have you Google from uh, <laughs> from fucking Halo. First impression, honestly, it it, do, it looks like the the aircrafts from Minority Report. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Or the the one from um, what's it called? Avatar. So they have like the two. It's got like two blades, I think. But. This this looks yeah. fucking absurd. Yeah. Okay. It, it looks yeah. like a concept. It doesn't yeah, look like definitely, an actual thing. Definitely. They did what not have an actual prototype one. there. Yeah, I'm yes. looking at pictures of people standing around one. And oh, never a, mind. In a con, in a convention center. Uh, I mean, it honestly, it looks fucking cool. It looks slick. Yeah, Whoa. real slick. But I and then I just imagine know. thousands of those leaving a downtown near you. Yeah, dude, no, that's scary. <laughs> that's quite scary. I look at that. The first, the first thing is all cool gadgets to see. Yes. What, All right, we, what we do we need you for, Daniel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just okay. going to read this website. You guys <laughs> no, no, take hey, it hey, easy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, well, since you have it up, since you have it up, Google my next thing, which is the uh, Hyundai Elevate, which was the next car I was going to talk about, which is basically a car. It has wheels, but the wheels, the four wheels are attached to four independent arms, so it can actually crawl over rubble, and it oh can actually God. walk if it needs to. It looks like the Scarab from Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Wait, is this real? Yeah. Or is it just a concept? So it's, that one look that one's tiny. I I believe uh, the thing was it, it was developed for obviously reaching unique <laughs> locations. Okay. Okay. So th- there's two of the same picture here. Um, there's several. There's a lot of photos, but the what I'm getting from this is it's a taxi that can climb your stairs to get right next to your door. Yeah. It's so a, right now, this is a photo of New York City, and there's a guy right outside his door, like he's living in a brownstone. Uh-huh. And instead of having to walk down his steps onto the sidewalk, his taxi has crawled its way <laughs> up, up the to his front door. To his front door, where he's happily getting into the back, not having to walk those extra 15 steps. Honestly, yeah. I'm all for this. This just sounds great. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I think the uh, the greater application, I believe there's another photo where it's in sort of like a, it looks like a war zone or, or like a tsunami yeah. or something. There's hit. one with the Red Cross on the side. Yeah, and it's supposed to be some sort of disaster relief or it, it's able to <laughs> it get to so uh, some sort of location where <laughs> it can little reach, legs. reach yeah. people. Um, so it was a question I had before, <clears throat> uh, before we started that I didn't get to ask. But okay, CES, Consumer Electronics, what show? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I if you said all the tech companies are going to be there, I wouldn't say oh, so Hyundai is going to be there. Yeah. 
Like, what do you no. consider? What's a tech company? Just well, so, anything, so that's, anybody that's innovating? So that's in a, that's what we kind of hinted on last year was it was really unprecedented that there were beginning to be a lot more autonomous cars. I think last year we looked at Mercedes was trying to bring an autonomous car. And yeah. it, it's uh, more of like unveiling technology. Toyota was there. Um, and so Uber and Waymo are, are getting really into this autonomous thing. So um, whatever that company was that, that put out the the mobile like um like whatever kind of shop essentially it was like the thing straight out of black mirror oh like yeah it could be like a, a rolling well, to- pizza toyota shop had thing. the what was it the pallet one or something it was e-pallet they had the e-pallet, e-pallet that's it which that's was it. like a an omnidirectional bus that could be transformed into anything and yeah it's just like a giant box on wheels that could go in any direction it looks yeah. crazy. <laughs> and it's got like a screen on the side that yeah, changes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So this year the, it was a little bit dialed back, but um, yeah. We, so we saw the, the uh, flying taxi and then uh, Hyundai's crazy scare up car. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So it, it, the Detroit auto show is no longer the only time where we start to see really cool concepts. It's now we're starting to see them here at CES. So it's well, because well, these these are kind of they're overlapping with right. I mean, well, cars are so computerized these days. Every everything is everything um, is a, mean, is controlled by like a almost all products in the home at some point are going to be there. Um, not my toaster. Yeah, wor- workplace <laughs> things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not your toaster. Maybe That's manual, baby. Uh, maybe <laughs> uh, for now. But uh, no, there's a yeah. computer chip in there that's saying, "Up, oh, he's pulling the lever." Let's. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna make some coffee. Yeah. That's well, Mr. It's coffee like, to it's you. It's like <laughs> IBM's Internet of Things. They want everything to be connected. They want your car to talk to the, the canal drawbridge that communicates with the boat that's going down the canal, and uh, then your car is able to communicate with what time you're gonna get to work, and it tells yeah. your garage to automatically open up, it's and your house will start to cool itself down on your way of home. Networks. And, yeah. Yeah, it's all like everything changing information. Yeah. All compatible, all white. That's in um <clears throat> I mean that's kind of the idea in Silicon Valley, that's what he's trying to do in the TV show. He's trying to create a network of I mean think about it. We've already got the network in place and that's the premise of the show. Yeah. And it's also the premise of a lot of um sci-fi. Like cryptocurrencies? Oh, uh, yeah. The premise is every person has a computer in their pocket yeah. not every person but most a, most pe- the majority of people in a first world country have a literal computer in their pocket mm-hmm. that is connected to an, an, a huge <laughs> network that is worldwide it's and it's it's and seeping into even like in third world countries um we're they're slowly getting there which is another one of the things that i was gonna i was gonna hint on here um so there's uh, this other thing called the Yoke Solar Cal Battery Station. And the idea is that it's basically, it was developed in South Korea, I believe. And what they want to do is basically have like a giant barn, if you will. And it's going to be a giant solar powered battery that charges up a bunch of smaller little batteries. And they'll be in an area where kids can go to school or you, people would go to get food or clean water. And what you do is you take your old battery you plug it in, it recharges, you grab a new one, you take it back home, and then that powers your home uh, that's off the grid or, Wait, you so know, if, if is you're this like a, a Is this like a socialized type situation or is this it's, something that's like you paid to do? 
It's like a uh, subscription based. I thing. think it's it's still theoretical. Uh, it's, that hasn't been put into application yet, from what I read. But it's something like you would grab something about half the size of a car battery and you would take it home and that would power your electronics for a while and you could charge your phones and stuff. And then when it runs out because you don't have a dedicated electrical grid, you when you go back to school or you go get something at the market, you take your little pint-sized battery, you go plug it back in, grab another one, and off you go. I it's mean, kind it of sounds, interesting theory. sounds cool until you're halfway through the season finale of game of thrones and your battery runs out yeah and then shit (laughs) and then your entire house has no power i mean really it would depend on how long those things last and you hear the hyenas whether or not they would be viable right (laughs) yeah because nobody's gonna want to go grab a new one every day yeah but if it lasts for you know two weeks they they last or if you grab a couple of them at a time and stock up on them or something yeah what's the what's to stop you from taking like 10 home but wait you're you're (laughs) you're talking about this is going to be in in underprivileged countries yeah where they don't have an electrical grid right this is not going to be in downtown austin yeah okay Okay. it's they're not going to be hand yeah i got you no this is going to be in like rural kenya or something yeah Um, the first thing i typed in was yolk solar cow <laughs> battery <laughs> station because i didn't um, i didn't hear what you said yeah but i no. it got it google that's got it, it. Google no yeah that's exactly what i said cow like as in <laughs> c-o-w yeah like, like a yes. moose cow yeah the, the whole principle is that like the utter oh, it's is like an the, utter is the little battery that you oh i see yeah oh, gross. i see the imagery yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah. gross it's just a bunch of people. Yeah, it looks like, like a cow. Yeah, no, this is like yeah. so. I'm I'm looking at it. There's like a there's a yeah. wireframe representation of a cow yeah. that's about as tall as a house. Yep, yep, and where yep, the udders yep, are, yep, these batteries that are shaped yep. like cylinders are just, just walk jacked, underneath yeah, just it and take yep. this little jammed up dude. there. Yeah, it's what very it? intuitive. It's very intuitive <laughs> if you're. That's a word for it, cow, I guess. So. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. I mean exactly so what i think when we're, I think s- we're slowly working our way towards the ridiculous things here um, okay but I yeah that's entered the realm already but yeah dip the toe at least I, I was gonna save that one for last but there, so there was another one that came <laughs> up uh that i just wanted to add it's called uh the link smart compass it's not it's not silly or anything it's just a little gps uh compass that you can clip to yourself i think it operates within like a five mile radius and you link them all together and they're operated they don't use cell phone technology they use something called LoRa, which is Mm. basically just gps um it so they communicate to each other just just based on gps signals did you say link that's the company huh link as in like link from yeah it's l-y-n-q smart compass yeah that's not intuitive it's like link if he was born in 2018 (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from Kanye and uh, yeah. Kim. Yeah. And and okay, so it's just I, a little clip it. thing. And the idea is that if you're going to be skiing or hiking or someplace where you're not going to have a good cell signal and you don't want to get separated from other people that you're with within a certain distance, then I, think, I guess it's up to like 10 miles, five miles, something like that. And it well, basically just points you towards the other compasses in your group. And it so like if all three of us had one, uh, we would all sync up if we went to like ACL. And then we all split up and go in different <sighs> directions. And I'm like, oh, shit, where's Lee? So I pick it up and then I cycle over to your name. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Lee is one mile that way. And I can okay, go towards dude, you. I'm, is it, I immediately see this being used in horror films. Like, mm-hmm. this is the, it's the first application. I guess, like, you, you, what are you just going to, like, right. tape one underneath somebody's car and <laughs> track them down <laughs> or something? <laughs> well, it's like a stalker's dream, for sure. Hey, what direction is uh, 
It's Lindsay. Oh, I guess if you Over find here. a way to clip yeah. this thing to him, but it's not, it's not very small. I think it's something about like, you know, maybe it's, it, it's fitting in everyone's palm yeah, of their hand. I, I mean, guess it's, uh, yeah, it's about half the size of a iPhone. It's not that iPhone. small, but it's also, I don't know. It's like the size of a Motorola razor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I obviously you can misuse any technology for the most part. So there's well, probably no, I, that application, I, but I was just thinking of like people lost in the woods, like Blair witch project yeah. style or something, you know? Oh man. They, if it, I, if I had a kid and I went to a, uh, like if I went, had a kid and went to ACL <laughs> or something, I'd strap it to their little backpack or something too. Yeah. Well, Flip it to my, their pants loop. My first thought is, isn't this just like a walkie talkie? It's like yeah. ev- even, even, talk even more than that, but like, like a military grade, not even military, but a nice set of, I hate saying walkie-talkie, but I don't know what else to call it. I guess handheld radio pers- personal device. radio. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah. I guess isn't a, it sort of the same thing? You're I communicating. Mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's the same principle. You're you're just communicating different information. I mean, with a, with a handheld radio or a walkie-talkie, I would have to ask you, like, hey, Lee, Richie, where are you guys? And then you have to describe where you're at. And then you're like, where are you? Well, I have to describe where I'm at. And if we're out in the woods, I'm by a tree and you're by a rock. That doesn't really help. But mm-hmm. if we have these, I guess these paired with that really gives you the most accurate, accurate. information because you yeah. can relay to each other what's happening real time verbally. And you can also locate each other. I mean, even better, it just puts the walkie-talkie functionality on this little thing. I was just thinking Big that. Big time. Yeah. Now there you, got you go. It. All right, well, you guys just invented the Link Plus or something like that, so patent it it quickly. Well, I mean, you you can imagine just, like, you're looking at your thing, checking, like, where your girlfriend is, and she's in someone else's house, and you're like, hey, (laughs) what are you doing in there? over there? (laughs) I noticed you're in this direction. (laughs) She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in the subway. Like, no, you're did not. You put, did you put the link in my bag again? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, awesome. Okay. I, I mean, location I saw, technology is crazy. You yeah. know, people are um, with your with your iPhone now. There's a feature called Share My Location mm-hmm. that exists now, and people do this. And I didn't even know it existed until a couple months ago. But mm-hmm. you can permanently share your location with close friends of yours so they can constant they can open their map application and it'll just have a little picture of you wherever you are yeah it's like this is where this person is right now at this moment and it's a lie and it's real like yeah, we, it's we saw those, up to uh, the minute snapchat yeah they came out uh two summers ago snapchat started doing that and i figured out i was messing with it last year when we were talking about it it was so accurate that it would it could zoom into the exact room like i can if somebody's on snapchat and it's refreshed i can tell what room of a house or what corner of a house they're in it was so accurate that it it could tell which portion of my apartment building i was in yeah yeah, that's. I mean, I guess I could see the use in that if, as long as that's like sensitive information, though, isn't it? I mean, I I I hate that. I mean, if 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 somebody really wanted to find me and they had that information, I, I mean, it, it's 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 a pros and cons of the technology, right? Like, if you're not doing anything bad, uh, and you're in an emergency and you're being attacked or something, and that information is relayed to people that are coming to help you, like police or EMS or something. Mm-hmm. then that's great. I want them to know exactly where I'm at within 10 feet. Uh, if it's a stalker or somebody that wants to kill me or something, I don't want them to have any clue where I'm at. Well, so. it's just motivation not to make enemies. Yeah, <laughs> just be a good person. Be a good human I mean, being. 
Truly, it could be like imagine a feature where you can sort of like like a klaxon call. You can sort of broadcast your location in a moment of need, and mm. say like it'll alert on near, nearby people and maybe law enforcement spurt. or whatever. Say, yeah. "Hey, I'm here. I need help." Within yeah. like a mile radius or whatever, and people will get a notification on their phone mm-hmm. that says. Hey, someone's getting mugged outside your apartment building. Do you care? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Do you want to intervene? (laughs) I know you're in there. (laughs) You're just like looking through the blinds like, I don't know if I want to help them or not. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like an Amber Alert. You're just like, God damn it. Why shit's popping up all the time? People always getting murdered. I've been living in a bad neighborhood. Well, this would be very localized. You know, an Amber Alert for me is like, what are the chances I'm going to see a a Ford Durango with the license plate? (laughs) Say, like, yeah. You're gonna get yeah. get so desensitized yeah. to it. It's just <laughs> like that. Like, they could probably put my car and license plate on one of those. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm never gonna see that car. Dismiss. <laughs> this one seems kind of. It's. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. It, tired. Well, that goes, that I, goes I back to so. like the internet of everything. I mean, like imagine imagine we do have a bunch of autonomous cars that can talk to each other, and all of a sudden it's believed that somebody's stealing some like a child or something in one of these cars, and all the cars around it are like hey that's the car right next to you <laughs> you can report it or they have cameras and they're reading that license plate and they're just oh, feeding dude. that information to authorities without you even knowing they're it's like, like oh when you're in- you just happen to be behind this amber alert car <laughs> when, when you're in class and you know which kid fucked up but you're not snitching and the teachers, <laughs> the teacher's like who broke this and you you know Andrew right next to you but you're <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, just be cool. Just be cool. Um, yeah. So th- those were sort of the the serious things that I wanted to hit on, and then we're going to get into the more ridiculous things. But honestly, <laughs> those are uh, everything at CES is pretty ridiculous in its own right, I suppose. So, uh, what is this? Oh, so they. Uh, it's called the. Let's see if I write it wrong. Uh, Lexon Oblio. Good luck. Good luck spelling that. It's Lexon basically Oblio. a. Well, I'm gonna wait until you guys see it. Lexon L E X O N O B L I O. Okay, it looks like. It's a okay, little, first wait, 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 wait. Don't don't tell me. Okay. It looks like a cup for your yeah. phone. It's yep. a cup you put your phone in. Uh huh. And it charges wait. your phone. Okay, so is it meant for like? So what I'm looking at here is. It looks like a coffee cup without a handle. It's uh-huh. flared at the top, uh-huh. and there's the opening is contoured to be able to fit a phone uh-huh. vertically standing, plugged mm-hmm. in, I assume, at the bottom. Nope, no, no, it's um, wireless. Okay, so it, it's just you. Dr- it's, you literally it's more it's, like a you drop like your a phone in it so it slot. charges, and you can't yeah. play with it while you're charging. So you don't. It's not like plugged into a wall and you're laying in bed with it. You just drop it in the little vase, and you're supposed to get time Wait, away so from your it, phone. Okay, so it's it's intentionally designed to keep your hands off your phone while it's charging. Yep. Oh boy. CES 2019. I mean, I get, I guess if that's what you want. But there's also just don't play with your phone. <laughs> there's you, also just you, standard willpower and self-control. Yeah. Discipline. I, I just I mean, wish I, guess, I, I just wanted to like sit in on the conversation where they're like, "Hey, you know those pads where you come in and you set your phone down and it just wirely charges?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I have one of those. It's really cool." And they're like, "All right, now imagine that, but we wrap the phone and you just drop it in a little vase." And they're like, "Okay, why?" 
It seems the same. So you don't use it. It's like, what if you just set it on there and don't use it? No, 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 no. But then you might still use it. If you drop it in a vase, you definitely won't use it. Oh, okay. Here's an yeah, idea. Let's patent that and show it off to the world. Put your charger somewhere else. <laughs> put your charger <laughs> Put your charger in a vase that you already have and just throw your phone in that. This oh, is, my this God. Is those, this is one of those, um, I mean, I guess technically it solves the problem. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it seems oh, oh. like it pro- it creates more <laughs> yeah, problems. I don't. Well, I, like, how about this? Fine. How about this for a solution? We sh- we we make a phone. It's shaped like a frisbee. When you're done with it, you throw it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. I wanted a phone des- like designed to look like a frisbee. Yeah. But well, I didn't think this through. I don't. <laughs> this isn't a problem we're solving. How about this so, one? An edible phone. When you're done looking at it, you just eat it, and then so you can't look at it anymore. <laughs> So you guys, uh, I actually heard a, a podcast about, I believe it's Chindogus, and uh, it's a Japanese invention. You, you There's like specific rules for Chindogus where you can't make a profit off of them. And they wait, wait, are what's something a Jindogu? that's... Huh? What's a Chindogu? Chin, Chindogu? Chindogu? So what it is, is it's an invention that's supposed to solve one specific problem, but in doing that, it creates a whole nother set of problems. <laughs> okay. uh, so that, like the examples were uh, glasses and they had little funnels so you could put eye drops that would go right into your eyes, oh my but you God. can't wear them all the time. So you have to put these glasses on and it, it helps you accomplish your mission of putting eye drops in your eyes, but it's just like you have to find the glasses and put them on and then you got to like... I don't even know how you line up the butt. You just with feel, you just line it up over the glass. So it's things like that. And they uh, actually reveal at the end of the episode that a Chindogu that was in this guy's book originally, like idea 700 or something was a, a rod that would suspend your camera at the end so that you could take a photo of you and somebody else when nobody else was there to take a photo of you. But in doing so you had to hold this thing. So it was part of the image, which became the selfie stick. Right, um, but but it's funny to, to think about the <laughs> idea that this the, that the original selfie stick was a joke, to like I right. mean it was a solution, but it was like a ridiculous it, solution. It was, but now it was it's, a, it was a joke to illustrate like the definition of like a shitty invention. Yeah, and uh, I, like another one was it was this thing to recharge a bat uh, like a d battery but it took 12 double a batteries in in recharging and recharging your set of rechargeable d batteries you use 12 double a batteries that you then had to discard so it's like it accomplishes its goal but it's almost like more trouble than it's worth they're really fascinating if you if you guys or any of the listeners uh, have time that there's a, a good episode about it on another podcast called 99% invisible or you can look them up and they're they're pretty cool anyways a little <laughs> little plug for that um, so uh, so more stuff at CES it was ridiculous there is a $150 gunfire detector that goes like up in a corner of a room and it's supposed to be able to detect from which direction gunfire is coming from which is actually really sad I think that that's like at CES but mm-hmm. it's also a ridiculous thing because i feel like if you hear gunfire you're gonna get your ass out of there anyways well i mean that that's the that's the thing though is you hear gunfire and it's so loud you can't tell where it's coming from which way is out of there i get i mean i don't know if you're if you're in a room with this thing i just want to be out of the room the gunfinder 8000 you say which way is it coming from (laughs) 
It's yeah. West. Paired up with the link. Gunfire from <laughs> West. Yeah, you need to. <laughs> like, yeah, cool, everything thanks. has a little link on it. Yeah, gunfire you... from East. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, no. It's a battle. I'm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> the worst gunfire case right behind you. <laughs> yeah, just another ridiculous thing. Uh, wearable technology. So like the wristbands, watches, and stuff like that. Fitbits. Uh, wearables are getting pretty ridiculous. Um, there's like ones that can like predict like your sperm potency uh <laughs> i know that there's like wait 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 what cycles and stuff <laughs> on saying there. wearable Pump that break real quick like yeah there, how often is somebody needing to check this is this like i, I don't know but I, wh- like the last time i had a fitbit it told you what your heart rate was and how like how many steps you were getting in a day it didn't tell me how potent my sperm was <laughs> You, so, you have to download that's dlc you got to get the app for that you got to get the it's deluxe like, that's like coming bit. out on some of these new watches uh well, it's like it, it, phrasing track your cycles and <laughs> your sperm potency and i think that if, how if many... i had a piece of technology that was going to tell me about my sperm potency i'd want it to talk to me about it <laughs> wanted to walk privately your process. sperm well, you is don't want to be powerful today <laughs> <laughs> it just... thanks fitbit but then, but, want, but then, but uh, then, comfort you if it's yeah. a little low. Yeah. Your sperm is oh, uh, could be better, but yeah. there's always tomorrow. It's you trying. might want to. <laughs> you might want to sit down and, and go to a private place for this next conversation. Maybe stop riding your that. bicycle so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wear less tight boxers. Yeah. <laughs> You're logging too many miles on yeah. your bike. Um. So, oh, there is uh the Impossible Burger, which I think we talked about meat. Yeah. Oh, the I know meat that's about not that. meat. We, um, Austin, dude. That was at CES? They were at CES because of the technology they're using to make this hamburger patty that has no meat product in it whatsoever. Have you ever tried it? It's all over Austin, I guess. Is it really? Yeah. No, it's it's incredible. It's yeah. so oh. good. It's very good. It's it so tastes like a real good. hamburger? It looks like a hamburger. Uh, it tastes it's very, it's, sim- it's very rip, similar. Uh, very yeah. similar. It's oh. got a similar texture. And it is so, it's like, it feels like you're eating Whataburger. It's so good. Yeah. The, that? the thing that struck me like immediately was the, the nature of the grease and how similar it felt to, to actual meat. And they got the they're, they're trying to, they're trying to emulate the juiciness of the middle, which is something mm-hmm. a veggie burger constantly misses, which yeah. is so if you're eating a black bean patty, it's chewy and it's consistent texture throughout. But if you're eating a beef hamburger, mm-hmm. You have sort of charred on the outside, mm-hmm. which is a different texture than juicy uh-huh. right underneath. But then even juicier in the middle, it gets softer and softer, and the texture changes throughout. Uh-huh. The Impossible Burger is the same. Huh. It starts off. I mean, it's it's truly. I uh, it was unbelievable. It was so good. <laughs> in fact, they're served right across the street from my house, like 300 yards from here. See, I didn't even know they were in Austin because last time I had heard anything about them, they were still out in California, and they were only trying it at a few places. Well, you know how often well, Californians cool. make it to Austin, so. Yeah. Well, Literally shit, I need to come down and try some. <laughs> they serve it at Hop Dotty. They serve it at Plow Burger. Um, they are, Arlo's has them too, right? I think Arlo's makes their own patty. Oh, okay. oh that's Arlo's right. They do have it at Hop okay. So I'll just go to the Hop Dotties here this weekend and try it then. Well, if you can okay. resist not ordering one of the beef burgers. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They do have really, they're really proud of their burgers, but. And I'm not sure if the Dallas Hop Dotties will have it, honestly. And I think it's just Hop Dottie. I don't think it's Hop Dotties. No. The Fort Worth Hop Dottie does because it's, it's ringing some bells. Somebody was talking, it's like all vegetarian stuff that's on it or vegan stuff. And it's. Well, the cheese the, is not, is still, the, at so least the ve- one I got, the cheese yeah, was it's, dairy. It's although not I, vegan. I think so you have vegetarian. the option to add vegan, vegan cheese if you want. I yeah. mean, that's especially in Austin. 
Not I don't know if you've ever tried vegan cheese, but I've gotten no. into it recently, and it, it's uh, it's amazing. I mean, it's similar well, to it's the it's an incredible. I like real cheese. Okay, well, how, we, how we similar it is to cheese. We don't we don't have to go too far down the rabbit <laughs> down hole, the cheese rabbit the, hole. The, the vegan cheese that I had at um, Aviators Pizza as a substitute for the regular cheese on the cheese pizza. It just that that. It wasn't that the taste was wrong. It was that the consistency and the texture was just not right for pizza. I think it, it vegan cheese on pizza is not the way to go. Okay. At least as it exists. Because vegan cheese has a very, very potent, salty flavor. Mm-hmm. I'd say most of the ones that I've tried, and it tends to be very uniform, whereas cheese has like places where it's cooked more or less, especially on pizza. Right. But adding cheese to something where cheese is not the focus so like if you're making a vegan grilled cheese, it's going to be diminished in quality more than adding cheese to, say, a veggie burger. Okay. As opposed to a real cheese. You might not even notice the difference. Mm. Um, but you will notice the difference in a thing where cheese is the focus. Right, right, right. If right. it's like, <clears throat> is it supposed to be dairy cheese traditionally? Like che- vegan cheese curds? Probably I don't yeah. really want that. <laughs> I concur. I don't want vegan cheese. I'm a pass. Oh, that's more for you guys. Well, that's the thing. Do you do you like cheese? I love cheese. You're gonna like vegan cheese. It's the same um, thing. No, it I'm, tastes the same. I'm skeptical. Try I'll try it. I'm I'll not, try I'll it. But I'm skeptical. with uh, vegan cheese sometime, Daniel. When well, you come down here. I mean, Gosh, I need, yeah, uh, it's just, just take me I'm, on a I'm not trying tour. to be like on a high horse. I'm just saying, it tastes the same. There is not a discernible difference in your on your tongue. It feels the same. It tastes the same. It. it I'm gonna it remain t- skeptical. If it looks like a duck it. and it cracks like a I'm duck, I'm gonna remain skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> Still skeptical. Okay, so last thing, uh, we, we we're not quite to self-driving cars yet. We still got a ways to go. But there was a self-driving ice cream cart that was at CES <laughs> this year. Was so it? Wait, it was not, like it's not like the little dog luggage that follows you. The the puppy puppy luggage but it is a yeah automated this one this one leads children it doesn't follow adults <laughs> yeah it, well actually i think i could push it over because it's kind of small and i could just steal all the ice cream out of it make off like a bandit god i feel well, like a terrible think... person but i mean if there's any that's precious cargo yeah it is i think that robots are harder to steal from than people are have you ever <laughs> successfully robbed a vending machine <laughs> <laughs> Vending machines uh, kill more people a year than sharks. That's That's true because they fall on them and shit. Yeah. It's just that a robot won't stop you if you succeed. They're just like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Come back. I'm not not doing it for the joy of of taking something from someone. I'm doing it for the joy of ice cream. So (laughs) would you steal? Would you would you stoop to stealing? For the joy of ice cream, Daniel, was it worth it? No, I, okay, I wouldn't really, but I, I was just if you trying stole to, some ice cream, can you can you enjoy it? Just trying to make a joke. <laughs> just trying to make a joke. <laughs> I'm just gonna push if I the stole card somebody's over. ice cream cone, I think I would enjoy it more. Where I'm walking I earned the this, and then I see in the bike lane this giant yellow cart goes by, and it just says ice cream across the side. I'm like, that's an easy target, and I chase it down, shove it over. I, I just in my imagination the top pops open there's ice cream everywhere i'm a hero i give it out to all the kids <clears throat> well no I you're a villain because now all that ice cream is just melting on the there's like there's like eight kids we're all together we all shove it why do you over. have eight you, kids with you, you daniel you can't tell, what is this fantasy you you're can't concocting? tell who actually pushed it over so then there's sort of this 
you know, it's anonymous really who who did the most shoving, and then we all just take a little like Robin Hood. I <laughs> okay, you know, so no, it's more like a looter mentality. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, it's already broken. It's I just might as well take what I can riots. get. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, like we we all shove it over like a police car in a riot, and then at the last second, I like I yeah. pull back so I know I'm not the one who, til- you know, got the final tilt on it. Mm, <laughs> when when I was in uh, when I was in college up at in in Lubbock, I had friends that were taking advantage of Target's uh, no questions asked refund, and they were literally Jeez. like buying they were buying Nerf guns of all I've things. He- I've heard for, about this for actually. Nerf gun wars. They would buy the the uh, the Nerf guns. And then they would take all the Nerf darts out and then tell them like there was something that malfunctioned or something didn't work. And they would return it with a perfectly good Nerf gun and all the accessories and stuff, but they just took all the darts out and they were just accumulating darts by buying these Nerf Nerf guns, taking the darts out and then returning the, the plastic guns and everything. So Jeez. that's that's malicious. I think if you're try if you're yeah. purposefully taking advantage of a system, then fuck you, you're a shitty person. I think if your package gets lost in the mail and all that jazz. I'll give how you. Many, I'll cut you some slack there. <laughs> how many Nerf darts come with a Nerf gun? I mean, it's they were like probably like eight, right? Uh, it uh, was a specific Nerf gun that shot discs, and it was difficult to buy the discs um, okay. in the quantity that they wanted, or it was something. It was something where it was challenging for them to get the the ammo for them. But I'm I'm yeah, looking at were, Amazon right now. Nerf darts. 1000 pack <laughs> <laughs> is only $37. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm not making yes, excuses for them. I I I didn't condone it at the time and I rest assured I did not take advantage of that. Discs I, uh, look like they're a little bit more expensive. 30 <sighs> pieces nerf refill for discs is maybe $8 for 30. That's not I, that much more. I did, a, I did have a I did have a a roommate what? my my terrible roommate uh, did that for a Keurig, for like a two hundred dollar Keurig. Oh, dude, no! It uh, it got all clogged up because of the calcium in the water or whatever, and nobody cleaned it. And then my terrible roommate that I complained about uh, to just put it, bought a new one, <laughs> put the old one in the box, and then was like, "No, nah, I don't want this. It was a gift or something," and then got fully refunded for it. So, well, you know, going it, to it, hell. This goes. I mean, this is kind of like how much. Are you, how much work are you willing to put into this? Yeah, it seems like to me a lot of work to go continue to go into Target, unless it's somewhere you go regularly anyway. Like for me, the hassle is not worth it for some free Nerf discs. Yeah, yeah. That's why I like Amazon Prime so much because the hassle is completely eliminated. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to walk in anywhere. I don't have to talk to anybody. Don't even have to look at anybody. I'm just like, Bing, give me my stuff. Thank you. Well, that uh, I mean. I- I would just be like, I don't know. I, I I would feel like I would drop something off, and that would be the one time that somebody opens it up, and they're like, "There's no fucking darts in here, you asshole!" And <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, no, no, you're not supposed to look. Supposed Wait, to you said no, no questions. questions asked. That's yeah, a question. No questions, you dick. Where's the darts? <laughs> Where's the darts? And I just like take it back, and I'm like, fine, I'll keep it. Yeah. No, I. I yeah, that's what I've never. I had. I've never tried to do something like that that I can recall. Yeah, I mean, you're but a decent person. I try yeah. to make informed purchases too. So if I know I'm going to need more darts, I'll just buy more darts when I buy the the fucking gun. Uh, yeah. I, if you want to be unethical, you can get away with all sorts of stuff just by being confident in your, you know, yeah. nefarious practices. Oh, we, we yeah. even talked about this yeah. with the, the the restaurant stuff last time. 
Yeah. It's the just, restaurant hack. If you're very confident and you don't seem like you're shady, mm. you can get away with all sorts of things based on people's goodwill and judgment. Mm-hmm. Like you could get into literally any musical performance ever of all time ever for free just by being confident, wearing the right clothes, and having and saying one or two things, like, hey, I work here. And the guy at the front who was hired yesterday and he was homeless before was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I work I work for the band. <laughs> All right, come in. So, I mean, what are his options? He stops, like, the general manager of the band and then he's fired, <laughs> right? <laughs> or this guy slips through and it's one more person in the crowd. Yeah. And that's yeah. just one small example. Well, you remember the... <clears throat> the uh, mega thread that that one guy from South by Southwest like five or six years ago before it was huge and super expensive. It's like one of the first years it was really bad. Um, he he made like a, like a Bible for how to get into like every show for free and like what you have to wear. The uh, like it was one of those like life hacks where you buy it all the different colored wristbands and then you just like go out and check out which you know colored wristbands people are handing out that night you slap one on your wrist and you walk through you go and like get the stamps that everyone uses like and you just like stamp the shit out of your hand so it's just a big clump of like you know <clears throat> different it's just like a, it's, it's basically one ink blob on your hand it's just like oh yeah sorry i went to a bunch of places tonight they're like oh yeah all right we come in you know yeah but um yeah apparently he would like he he spent maybe like 25 bucks and got into like every big show at South by that year just because he was just get it why are are you doing that every year just get like an ink blob tattoo and then you're good every year (laughs) (laughs) and then once again like cool I guess you got to see shows but when you go home and you think about what you did do you really feel proud of yourself like hey I took advantage of a bunch of entry level employees and risked their jobs because I wanted to see a show for free I mean yeah I don't know for for me like like getting into a to to see a concert I mean I I don't know I don't feel like I'm robbing anybody of anything I guess you're uh, you're robbing whatever the amount you would have paid whatever that portion might be goes to the band I, I see it more of as a principal thing um based on the other one, uh, the other people who did pay. Okay, so things that you could get away with if you were unscrupulous and oblivious, and you didn't give a shit what people thought about you. What about you see like that guy riding down the shoulder when the left turn lane mm-hmm. is in like six miles, and he knows that <laughs> I'm just trying to turn left, and you're all like, "Why do you think you're better than everybody else?" He's like, "I don't know, but I'm turning left. I'm doing it." And he's going. <laughs> yeah. No one's like yeah. pulling out in front of him and saying, "Stop, sir. You can no longer do this." And he gets away with it, mm-hmm. and it. it but yeah, yeah. I, I tried to like, stop somebody on, like that one time and it almost turned into a huge thing so there's a there's a, an old Louis CK joke where he's talking about you know those dipshits that cross seven lanes of traffic to like turn yeah. right they could just go down one more block and they're just bad like, with directions it's like what are you doing he's like it's my favorite thing I'm sorry <laughs> I just got it I so I can't help it you know I can't go any other it's <laughs> I mean, the question, like, if you were at a concert and you spend $150 on your ticket and some dude next to you is, you're just talking to him before the show, and he's like, yeah, I snuck in here for free, you kind of feel like, asshole. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck you, then. No, yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. 
but that's then you're also like man how'd you nah. do it i'm gonna do that next time <laughs> yeah i mean i would feel a little jealous a little envious but mostly i'd feel like hey this guy didn't pay <laughs> <laughs> we got a no wristbander over here. <laughs> you, you slap an eye link or a link to this his, his belt. Yeah, when he's not looking, you can security slap activated. Um, but no, think think about it from the other side. Like Daniel, you remember when we tried to go see Dave Matthews Band? Oh, and dude, yeah. That I was we, gonna we say bought, that. Yeah, we bought our tickets through like it was like Ticketfly or something, but it was a third party sale. I thought it was StubHub or Ticketmaster. It was one of those. It was it was a reputable site, um, mm-hmm. or at least so we thought. But the the uh, show got canceled for bad weather. I'm sorry, rescheduled to the next day. Mm-hmm. And so they gave everybody an option to um, refund their tickets. Yep. And so this guy that sold us the tickets, I guess, got that alert that the you know venue was rescheduling to the next day, and saw that he could refund them. So he did. Fucking asshole. Even after he sold us the tickets through Ticketfly or Ticketmaster or whatever. So we showed up the next day because we didn't uh-huh. know. And they're like, oh, your tickets have been refunded. Yep. Like, I don't know how you have these. And we're like, what? How is that possible? Yeah, oh. we, like, yeah. Yeah. Legitimately like, it's confused. Fine. And then we're like, nah, God damn it. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> they're like, it's okay because, you, you. I mean, you can still buy tickets here. We're like, how much are they? Oh, 60 bucks. Like. And we're like, we'd already bought a hundred dollars. They were yeah. like eighty bucks or a hundred dollars for those tickets, and they were yeah. better. And it's like, for, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? We were gonna downgrade and like go to the. Yeah, it was. But anyways, that guy was making out like a bandit, and I'm sure oh, he dude. was just like, oh fuck yeah, oh dude, he, he, he got rescheduled. Twenty tickets, and then and sold all of them. But could you imagine if? Yeah. And then he got he he made two grand, and then they gave him the option to make two grand back. Fuck he that guy. He basically sold them a- twice. Yeah, he yeah. did. He's just double sold. Yeah. Yep. Insane. And then he never, he, and I guarantee whoever he was didn't even go to see Dave Matthews, which is the real crime. <laughs> wait, wait, the wait, wait. The real crime. Wait, wait, wait. Would, would you feel better if he sent you an email after the fact With and said, <laughs> he was like, yeah, hey, I but I the went, show was I cool. Had, yeah, I laid down or, across 20 seats that I had bought. <laughs> or what if he just sent an email that said, hey, um, I don't feel great about this, but I'm I'm taking the money. Sorry. He was upfront no, about yeah, it. What happened yeah. was there was a number that was associated with him, and it was like some sort of burner phone or some landline yeah. or something, and it would just ring and ring and ring, and nobody ever picked up. And Wait, I was you like, guys this is, called this him? This is great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what yeah, dude. Oh, I was, I was pissed. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to be like, I want my fucking up the money phone. back. Like, hey, this is uh, Harris, and you're like, where, the, where my money at? Where, hey, hey, uh, Harris. Well, I you mean, know what I, you did. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not very confrontational, but if, if I'm going to be taken advantage of like that, then it, I'm going to at least let it be known that I'm upset at the very least, just for my peace of mind. Yeah. yeah I mean, would I have gotten my money back? Probably not. But if he would have picked up, I would have called him an asshole before he hung up or something. What if he picked up and you you did your bit? And you said, "I am upset about this. What has transpired? I now feel better because you know that you told him that." And then he said. Actually, I really needed the money because my my kid has throat cancer. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Would you say, ah. <laughs> I'd be like, my, well, did you, guys I, go, okay. did you guys go and see did Dan take, Matthews? Did Is you he take make little it? Timmy to Dan Matthews? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in the hospital. With, he has throat cancer. Well, he did. <laughs> I'd be like, well, you're doing, you're, uh, this isn't the way to pay off throat cancer, dude. 
That's what I would say. I'd be like, you're doing it the wrong way. Why don't we you saw it as a we saw it as a as a sign from God that. I mean, th- we were behind me. on our payments, and now right. we're caught up, and it's yeah. all thanks to you, <laughs> you guys buying our tickets. So thank you. Yeah. Hey, Harris, I I uh, <laughs> actually was just reading today uh, that the cure for throat cancer was uh, Dave Matthews Band concert. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, mm, I would say, how up. do you want your child to remember you as somebody that scalped tickets or somebody that was kind and refunded people? Oh, I dark, built the Dan. shit out of him back. <clears throat> And then he'd be like, <laughs> well, Dave Matthews sings like he has throat cancer. So. Oh, no. <laughs> it's called scat. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sing like shit, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, he has a pretty good voice. Yeah. He, he better. If he's, he's the leader of the Dave Matthews band. The His whole name band's is, named after Name's him. in the band. Do you think that... Um, vocalists from really famous bands like famous famously talented vocalists like Sia or someone like that do you think her friends invite her out to karaoke um, she's like alright it's Sia's turn again <laughs> chandelier yeah, again fucking <laughs> killing it up there uh, I did see a uh, on that on that <laughs> note I did see um an Instagram story of Alex Turner and Lana Del Rey doing karaoke once. Really? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Well, that that would that'd be cool if Lana Del Rey could sing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Burn. It, I mean, that would be kind of like you can look up YouTube videos of of Shaquille O'Neal playing against like normal people, <laughs> just just like crushing them like ants. Imagine going on after Sia, just. At the karaoke club. I don't think you do. She breaks the machine after every time she does the karaoke. See, if you're going to go sing karaoke with Sia, then you just got to get plastered. And she goes, and then you're like, okay, watch this. (laughs) This is going to be great. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, if if you're going to go on after Sia karaoke, you better be like Alicia Keys or something. Like, you better be like another. You better be like three sheets to the wind. Mm. So it doesn't even matter. And you she better be a like, carrot on a it's stick. It's funny because he's drunk and he can't sing. <laughs> it truly, like, if if something is your passion to the point where you are the best in the world at it, beyond feeling that pride, um, seems like it would be a little boring. Yeah, right. Like, hey, no one can beat me anymore. Unless you're just, you, <laughs> you need think, the attention. I don't think all people are that competitive, though. <clears throat> Just imagine you're the oh, you, you're literally the best yeah, in you, the world at something. You didn't get the best of the world no. at anything without being competitive at that thing. Yeah. No matter what you do, nobody holds a candle to you. So until you get older, it's kind of like it's mm-hmm. that it's like that Brian Regan bit where he talks about Neil Armstrong at a dinner party, and this various guests are telling their story. The joke is that Neil Armstrong has a story that is better than <laughs> any other story and that story is four words long and it's i walked on the moon <laughs> yeah that's that's right he's like he's talking uh like he's at a dinner party and that's the the me monster he calls him right and he's like oh yeah, yeah. I got a fleet of cards i keep an aspen i drive on the autobahn and it's all his uh, disbursements and all these trust funds are gonna go it's got a house in aspen and you know, skiing in vail and blah, blah 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 private jets back and forth in new york he's like uh I walked on the moon. <laughs> you have the floor, Moonwalker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be tight. <clears throat> it that's would be. A, that's a pretty good story. 
to be one of those however many people probably it's probably in double digits right i don't really know it's triple it's like it's like over 500 it's five wait 500 people have been on the moon oh shit i'm no, sorry no, i'm no, thinking no, about no in space way. i'm sorry no i'm so 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 sorry way. i'm done well, it was only like the, rave up it was only the time. two on that first one it was neil and buzz wasn't it on the first one right yeah. but subsequent visits i think were made i i'll look this up too i don't want to i don't want to i feel like it's a double digit misinformation number, maybe how i'm gonna say many it's people. six i'm typing with I'm one go hand with if y'all can hear me typing i'm not this slow have been oh there it is on the moon the answer is 12 wow it's what that's that's if you believe in the moon landings at all the answer is 12 (laughs) i was all between the is all between 1968 and 1972 can can you imagine that okay so think about a computer in 1968 you can't because it was the size of like a 18 wheeler (laughs) And and it ran nintendo games well, no, Nintendo did not exist as a video game company in 1968. No, I was saying Nintendo it, was a playing card company. No, I know, I know. I'm saying like it had the computing power of like to be able to run like a Nintendo. There was some comparison made about the computing power of an iPhone versus the computing power of like all of NASA at some pivotal moment in history, and the iPhone absolutely dwarfs it by an incredible margin. Yeah, but the but the great thing about going to the moon is the majority of it is physics. So if you can calculate and crunch your numbers and and check it however many times, if you can shoot a rocket in the right direction on the right axis, gravity, you, if you calculate for everything, how much fuel you need, all that jazz, then you're golden. You just got to get them in the neighborhood. Can you imagine? So think of you know like when you're taking a test in school and you're pretty confident in your answer but even though even even then just afterward you're going over the answers with your teacher and you feel very nervous about it mm-hmm. imagine being the one of the guys that calculated the trajectory of you know Apollo 11 and you're watching yeah. it go up and you're like oh god I hope yeah, I didn't write anything down this wrong is, this is like <laughs> this is like the person that taught your teacher oh, how to shit. do math this is like your <laughs> your professor's professor from college but or even something. then don't you I bet yeah. they felt absolutely just petrified with nerves or at least i would well yeah I mean, but then you have to realize that mm. some that there's a human being that's going to be strapped into that giant rocket and you're like no well, that's why they're because the their ones calculation that are blown this... up if i'm wrong so you know imagine that that's... being in that command module and you're like god i hope those guys did their numbers right <laughs> you know that that's uh that's what jonathan and chris red's grandfather did when he right. worked for nasa he was a mathematician that mm-hmm. actually worked on the rockets that sent people to the moon that's awesome I yeah mean, that's i uh, i asked them if he would be willing to do like a little interview type thing um but i i i don't know i i know he's up there in years i think he's in his either late 70s or early 80s so i don't know how much he uh i think i think he would be very interested in telling us more about excel it sounded like last time I heard any stories about him, he had just discovered Excel and he thought it was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Are you, tar- <laughs> are you talking about Microsoft everything. Excel? Yes. Or you mean Excel as in extra large? No, the Microsoft Excel. <laughs> Spreadsheets. He just discovered doing things better than normal. Yeah. I see. Well, I mean, that's a step in the right direction. Hey. I don't know. I mean, you calculated the trajectory of Apollo 11 to the moon, sir. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't say anything. You can do whatever you want. 
but uh yeah so that's that's uh an hour and a half of uh ces, CES. related yeah this tech, was a ces stuff. episode <laughs> kind of related tangentially related yeah we, yeah <laughs> yeah I, i'm just trying to brush up against it there not really There's, trying to give the full overview <clears throat> there are some parallels that we uh some parallel paths that we took we we took this uh on a 3D act, uh, 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 playing field instead of a 2D, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We went up and down, not just forward and backward. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, this is Dan <laughs> signing off. <laughs> signing off. Yep. Yep. So we, <laughs> so we didn't talk about it.